Hey everyone, it's Matthew from That's So Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. Let's podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome back to That's So Matthew. And in today's episode, I am here with my friend, Sam. Say hello. Hi guys. And today, we are going to be talking about... Cloud Nine. Yes, Cloud Nine. One of my all-time favorite Disney Channel original movies. It's, Me too. It's not in my top three. Maybe it's like the, it'd be like the runner-up. It'd be like the top four. Yeah, top four, top five. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I hadn't watched it in a really long time before I watched it this morning to take my notes. And I forgot how much I like it. So that's very good. Because sometimes when I rewatch them, I don't like them as much as I did before. Yeah, me too. But, like, it was so easy to watch. I didn't have to, like, go on some, like, crappy site. I could just watch it on Disney+. Plus. It was great. Yeah, that's what's nice about Disney+. Plus. No, I, I have a whole episode on it you guys should totally listen to. I think it's episode 23 or 24. I don't know. So, you guys should listen to that. Um, And also, this is a very exciting episode because this is the 30th episode of my podcast. So, that's exciting. Yay! Um, I just have my anniversary. So, this is the first episode back after the anniversary. I really tried to make the anniversary line up with the 30th episode, but it just didn't work. So we're going to be celebrating two times. So we're celebrating the 30th episode today. It's one of my favorite decoms ever, Cloud9. So that's very exciting. So I usually start the, like, the episodes off with like an overview of the um, movie, if, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay, so Cloud9 is a 2014 sports, drama, romance, television film directed by Paul Hone and is written by Justin Ware, Dante Scott, and Katie Wetch. It stars Dove Cameron, Luke Benward, Kersey Clemens, and Mike C. Manning. The film is set in the world of competitive snowboarding and premiered on January 17, 2014 as a Disney Channel original movie with 4.96 million viewers during its original premiere. So I usually, um, that's like pretty much it. I just like kind of like say what I thought of like, or like a very brief overview. One thing is that Paul Hone, he is one of the very famous Disney Channel movie directors. You may know him from films like Let It Shine. I believe he did Zombies. Um, yeah. Zombies 2, How to Build a Better Boy, Camp Rock, all the good stuff. So um, he's very famous for Disney Channel original movies. So that's a little fun fact to start off the episode. Um, yeah, I think it's the only Disney Channel original movie that is set in the world of competitive snowboarding. That's, so yeah, that's fun. So oh, I forgot to ask you, Sam, um, do you have a fun fact about yourself to get us started? Yeah, okay, so I, um, figure skate, which is not, like, a common sport, I guess, but, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's super cool. <laughs> have you ever seen the Disney Channel original movie called Go Figure? No, I haven't. You should watch it. It's a figure skating movie. I will. Yeah, I, I just watched it not too long ago. I think it was in my Disney Plus recommended after I watched this movie. And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that film existed. So you should check it out. Because um, it's kind of similar to this movie, I guess. It's a little different. I mean, snowboarding and figure skating are very different. So Yeah. Um. So yeah, Um. another thing is you may know Duff Cameron from Liv and Maddie, Descendants. A lot of other things. She's really famous. Um, 
Luke Benward, who played Bo in Good Luck Charlie. Um, fun fact, when I did my Good Luck Charlie episode, I totally forgot how to say his name, Bo, because it's spelled really different and weird. So I could never learn how to like actually pronounce it. So I do honestly say it. It's Bo. I think he was also in Girl vs. Monster and a couple other things here and there. Um, then Kersey Clemens. I don't know where I know her from, but like I know her from somewhere. Um, she oh, she was in one movie um on Disney Channel. I don't know which one though. I'm very bad at remembering the names. Oh, she was also in Good Luck Charlie, Austin and Allie. Oh, she was in Austin Alley. That's where I know her from. She was the um, Kira. I don't know if you remember who that is. Yeah, Kira. Yep, Jimmy um, Star's daughter. Yep. Mhm. Yep. That's who that was. Okay. Now, now it makes sense. Okay. Now I remember. Mm, yeah. So that's super cool. Um, and she was also in Shake It Up for a couple episodes. So she's been in Disney Channel a little bit. Wow. And the last one is I don't remember. Um, what her name was, the one of the um of Kayla's friends was in Live and Maddie for a little bit too. I yeah, don't know what her name yeah. was. It was like Joey's girlfriend, I think, or something. I don't know. Yeah, she um, I think yeah, I remember her from. Oh yes, um, Victoria Morales, um, and she was on Live and Maddie for Aunt, and she played Andy. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. And they were into the same. They were in two different projects together, but they still played best friends. That's that's mm-hmm. cool. And then Carlin Jeffrey, who was in Ant Farm, one of my all-time favorite shows, was in this movie. I totally forgot he was even in this movie at all. To be honest with you, um, he's just one of those background characters. You don't really see too much of him, but he was funny. Dink, I like Dink. He was cool. Yeah. Um, so now, um, I usually talk about, like, the characters and, like, our opinions, like, if we like them, if we dislike them, and if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay, so the main character, who is played by Duff Cameron, is Kayla Morgan, and for the entire, I don't want to say first half, but, like, maybe, like, the first quarter of the movie, I did not like her at all. I thought she was really stuck up and very rude. Like, she didn't care about anyone else but herself. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, and the reason... Okay, so, like, I wanted to feel bad for her for, like, getting herself, like, off the team. But the thing that didn't, like, that made me not feel bad for her is the fact that all the trouble that she caused was her own trouble. Like, it's her fault that she got on this the guy's sled. Like, she chose to sit with him after he, like, invited her on. Like, it was her choice. She got herself into all this True. trouble. She chose to date Nick, which he was a total douchebag. That's her own fault. So, like, I just couldn't feel bad for her, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of her? Like, what's your standpoint on her? Well, I mean, I definitely think that she's, like... Well, I definitely think that she's, like, an outgoing person. But, like, how you said before, in, like, the first quarter or, like, half of the movie, she's, like, really self-like only self-centered and she well she does kind of prove a point later on in the movie that like I guess girly girls I guess can like do sports but that's not until later on in the movie and you don't really get the point like you get the point but it's just kind of 
Yeah, I get, yeah. I get where you're going. I mean, I, I did like her in, like, the rest of it. Because, like, as soon as she, like, started making the connection with, um, what's his name, Will and the, um, the dogs in the, in the kennel, I guess you could call it, I started to like her more because, like, she started showing a different side of herself, like, you didn't really see in the first little bit, and she started, like, caring about other people, she started caring about the dogs, and caring about Will and his mom, like, this thing that they've built up to become, like, how do I say this, like, um, they've built up their business, and that she deserves that, um, that they deserve that respect of hers. So I like that part. I mean, I think it was after she went and caught the dogs after they ran away and then she came back with them all on the leash. I like that part. I think that was probably my favorite um, part or not of the movie, but like of her like storyline, because then you like really saw like a change in her, which is really good because that shows character development and that's good in a movie because without it, it's kind of like dumb and you don't really get much. Yeah, I also really like the part where she um, changes up the shop, too. And oh. she, like, mm-hmm. Luke and his... Or not Luke, uh, Will, sorry. Um, more happier. And they just have, like, nice, bright smiles on her face. I also think that that shows, like, that she turned herself and, like, she's not self-centered. Like, that's the point where she's like, I'm not self-centered, really. And Yeah, I got... Okay, so the one thing I kind of was a little confused about... Is when, like, she started saying it. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to fix up the shop a little bit. And then, like, they did the whole thing. And, like, the whole shop was, like, completely different. Like, they redid the whole thing. Like, they have, like, chandeliers. Like, they had a whole new color scheme. Like, fancy stuff for the dogs. And it just made me laugh because she's like, yeah, I'm just going to fix things up just a little bit. And then, like, it was, like, brand new. But it made Will and his mom just, like, so happy, which was good because it shows that she really cares because she messed up and she, like, owned up to her mistake kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so then we have Luke Benward who plays Will Cloud, and he is like I said, he is a snowboard snowboarder. Almost all the characters in this movie are snowboarders. And the thing about him is that he was a very famous snowboarder, famous for the move he calls the Cloud Nine. Get it, Will Cloud, Cloud Nine. It took me a while to draw the connection to when I rewatched the movie because I totally forgot his name was Will Cloud. So then it like ties in like cloud nine is like a feeling you could describe like i'm on cloud nine right now i'm feeling really good but it's also his name like that's his move and like it it just made a lot more sense when i rewatched it um because it like i said it it was probably been like two years or something but since i last saw it i think last time they played it on disney channel and they never play old decoms anymore so it's been a while but i really liked um i just it made the connection i was like okay so that's his move and he was doing it. He was attempting to do it. And then he, like, fell. Um, he did not complete the move correctly. So that led him to be, um, how do I say this? Um, he wasn't, like, very physically unable. He just decided that it'd be best for his health, like, after that, if he, like, took a break. Um, yeah. But after the movie runs its course, um, Kayla encourages him to try to snowboard, snowboard again. And they just get... Um, along and they get some chemistry there and he just thanks her for like making him try again kind of thing yeah i definitely think though that like luke he i know will oh my gosh i'm so sorry matthew okay you're fine like i totally don't even know half these characters name i had to like write them down (laughs) okay so definitely i think will he's like 
He's really kind of shy, I think, after his accident happened because I think, like, how his video, like, went viral and now, like, everyone, like, makes fun of him. For That's so horrible. Don't do that, guys. I hate when people do that. Yeah. It's so bad. And it's, like, a really hard move, too. Like, if he's the only, like, if he's the one that came up with it and stuff and, like, everyone's just making fun of him, I also kind of feel bad for him because of that. And he kind of, I feel like people are just knocking him down. But I feel like Kayla was the person to bring him back up and, like, lift his confidence, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's what made him, like, succeed at it again. Yeah, I mean, because in the beginning of the movie, when he is, um, they're all, like, after their, like, the first snowboarding, like, contest, if you will, at the beginning. Um, they all, like, at a party, they're all celebrating, and then Will comes with the dog, Donald, I think, what, that was one of the dogs' names. And he, they're, like, laughing at him. He's like, oh, look, he used to be so popular. Now he has to walk around with a dog for a friend. And that, like, yeah. made me feel really bad. Because, like, throughout the entire thing, I did not like Nick at all. Because he's just, like, one of those toxic boyfriends kind of feel. Yeah. And I did not like that for um, Kayla. Because even though it was kind of her fault for, like, engaging in that, I felt that he was very, um, she was very, like, always thought that he was like the greatest person ever when he was literally just bringing himself down will down and kayla down with him at the same time thing kind of yeah um and then this one thing that about will that makes me very happy is when um she goes to work at the shop as her punishment quote-unquote punishment i think that it was great that he like didn't really like her like he knew that she was like a diva a brat but, like, still gave her a chance and, like, tried to help her. And, like, they started getting along really well. And it was just great. I loved it. it yeah. Character development. I'm all about that. Because, like, some of these decoms, like, this decom I felt, like, fit the time, like, perfectly. But a lot of decoms they try to, like, tell way too much in one storyline. And then, like, they don't have enough time. With this movie, I felt like it was the perfect length. It was just great. And it, like, had enough storyline to where, like, you saw development, but it wasn't very, there wasn't a lot going on, and there wasn't a lot of, I don't want to say confusion, but, like, everything kind of wrapped up in the end. Like, all the different storylines yeah. came together. It all came together, yeah, it made sense. Okay, okay. I was trying, sometimes when I try to explain that, some people are like, what does that even mean? So I'm glad that someone kind of figured out what I was going for. Um, so then we have Mike C. Manning, who plays Nick. As we kind of mentioned, I didn't really like Nick at all because he just was very toxic he was very rude stuck up one of those boys that kind of just gives you that bad vibe like that boyfriend like the he's very controlling very just obnoxious teenage boy like he's making fun of a guy who literally almost died because he's being nice and taking a dog on a walk like that's like kind of messed up and like all of this trouble that Kayla gets in throughout the entire movie that he sets up the plot, which is good that we have him to set up the plot. But like I said, Kayla did not have to get on that sled with him or slay whatever and like go through that. And he just like abandoned his girlfriend. Like he didn't know how far she was going to go. Like she could have died and he would have been like, oh yeah, I just like hopped off. I was like, okay, I am a head out. Cause like, you know what I mean? Like he just like got off. Like what was that for? Yeah. Very rude of him. And I was like, that scene made me really nervous because I totally forgot about that big scene. I knew that she flew through it, but I totally forgot that he just like hopped off. 
And it was not very nice of him yeah. because Kayla was like, as much as I still so, didn't yeah. like her that much, you know? Yeah. But I still liked how it kind of like set up for like the whole movie. But he, as my opinion, I just didn't like him. And I don't know like if you have like a different viewpoint on him. Well, I mean, I I definitely agree with you that he's more of like the toxic type point. But in the like I know he's like a bad person. He like the whole entire movie he's basically a bad person. But this is most likely evolving with another character. But it's also his dad is conflicting on him too. But it's not just his dad, it's also him. It's also Nick that's like choosing to continue his dad's actions. Mm -hmm. and his demands when he doesn't have to but i mean i think it's kind of nice of nick at the end of the movie to kind of just like snap at his dad and like tell kayla the truth because that's really what she deserved all along Mm -hmm. but i mean yeah i basically have the same opinion mm -hmm. as you did i grew to like him more at the end like a lot of these characters i don't say they were cringy but they just like very much i didn't I didn't, like, find myself, like, siding with them throughout the movie. Like, Kayla wasn't a fan of her. Um, Will, I never really didn't like. I even I think I liked him more at the end than I liked him at the beginning, which I don't know how it's possible because I never didn't like him. But with Nick, like I said, I really didn't like him at the beginning. But then, like, he gave me a reason to like him at the end with uh, standing up and just, like, taking control of, like, his life and what he does, which is really nice because... Yeah. His dad is, like, another one. He's kind of, like, maybe that's, like, his influence was the, um, like, his dad and how he was controlling kind of thing. Um, then we have Kersey Clemens, I believe, who plays Sky. And so Sky is the snowboarder that is hired to replace Kayla, that's her name, after she is fired from the team for breaking the sign and just breaking the rules. So Sky is the person that's hired to replace um Kayla after she is fired from the team. And the reason I don't like Sky is because she basically is like I keep for Kayla 2.0 if that makes any sense he's like she falls right for nick and nick falls right for her and they just think that they're perfect for each other and she just has this attitude for like her if i don't know how to say attitude just like i didn't like her because i just thought that she was very rude and stuck up and just was taking advantage of nick and like her her position on the team do you like kind of agree if that makes any sense yeah, I just really feel that she's, like, well, she's trying to get back at Kayla, and I feel like she's also trying, like, she's obviously trying to get back at Kayla and stuff, but, mm-hmm. I mean, like, at the end, like, how we just kept talking about how she keeps raveling around, like, all the characters, they kind of wrap around and they kind of pull themselves together. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. Kayla just like, or not Kayla, Sky. I don't know. Just like the name Sky. I feel like that's always like kind of like a, not a like a, kind of like a, a rude snobby girl's name. 
in a Disney Channel anything, like show, movie. It's kind of stereotypical, but I just feel like that's a name that they usually go for, for, like, the stuck-up people. But, like, I didn't mind her at the end. Like I said, everyone, I didn't not like anyone at the end, and I felt like they all, like, were equal at the end because, like I said, they were just well-rounded in the end, you know? Yeah. Um, And then we have, I don't know who this is. I believe it is the mom of the uh, of Will. Her name is Andrea. Andrea, and the reason I like her is because she just starts forming an immediate bond with what's her name, Kayla. I keep forgetting her name. That's really bad. Um, Kayla, after she notices that like she had really struggled, she wanted to get the dogs back, and she just started forming a close bond. You know with her like kind of like a mother-daughter relationship which is really nice she's like yeah I'll just give you like a nice warm bath and then you go home and take the day for yourself which was to me was just like yeah. so nice because I feel like she was secret the mom was secretly shipping Will and Kayla the whole time yes she the, like the mom was like kind of looking at Will and looking at her and you're like oh you two can take the day off and I was like oh I mean I don't know I just thought it was funny because the mom like kind of sided with Will at first and then like when she started to get to know Kayla like she saw some romantic yeah uh, chemistry if you will or no it wouldn't be tension like romantic chemistry between the two and I believe at the end they do end up together and Nick and Skye end up together so yeah I definitely feel that like Will's mom is um Definitely, like how you said, she's always, like, she's always been shipping, like, um, Kayla and Will, and that how, like, she is very, like, welcoming, I feel like. Yeah. And he has a little, I feel like Will, he still has a lot of tension from his accident, so he's always kind of in a bad mood, and I feel like his mom is just, like, a little bit, like, brighter, because... Like, she wasn't the one who was going through the accident. It mm-hmm. was Will who was. But, I mean, I feel like Luke's mom, or uh, Will's mom, is a cinnamon girl. She's just so nice. I know. She's, like, so nice. And she just, especially after Kayla does the makeover of the dog kennel, if I think that's what you would call it. Yeah. And so I just felt that that was just, like, so nice. She's like, oh, my gosh, this place looks great. And it's just so nice. Because yeah. she just has, like, a character that you can't not like and like I and like you said Will definitely he just I don't want to say he was jealous of Kayla because like Kayla's a very big snowboarder she's won a ton of contest competitions and Nick like he was there but then like he did have the accident so I felt like it was very well kind of like a a perfect match because like they kind of completed each other I guess yeah um then we have Carlin Jeffrey, who plays Dink, who was the guy from Ant Farm. And he was friends with Will and was on Will's team when they were he was still competing. And the reason I kind of liked him is because he also just, like, kind of made, like, Kayla feel welcome on their team. Because after she wants to do the Cloud Nine and, like, perform in this competition, they just, like, kind of welcome her on right away. And I just like that about it. And also because I like... Harlan Jeffrey, just because Ant Farm was like one of my favorite shows ever. So that was probably, I liked him a lot. And I totally forgot he was even in this movie. So it was nice to see him pop up again. 
Yeah, um, I feel like that he obviously, like you said, he um, makes the like he makes Kayla feel welcome, and that he definitely like he's always willing to help Luke, uh, Will, and Kayla out a lot. So yeah, I like him. And then yeah. I think the last one I'm really bad with names. His name is. Sam, which I think was the other friend of... No, that was not... I have no idea yeah. who this guy was. Um, the, Oh, he... I think he was... um, Not Nick's dad was who this guy was. So, like we said, Nick's dad, we didn't like him. He very... Gave us bad vibes. Just... He's kind of responsible for, like, Nick. Like, I don't want to say, like, influenced him, but just, like... The way he treats Nick, he like Nick maybe takes his anger out on other things just because of his feelings yeah. that he's like keeping inside, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So we have the first like game show segment here. So a lot of you guys, um, who listen to the podcast, I put out kind of like a survey on my anchor page, and you guys submitted some like feedback, and some of you guys like said that you guys wanted to like see some like more interactive segments. So this one I forgot to tell Sam about. We're just going to like do a trivia question here. And it's, you probably don't know the answer, but that's the fun part because I didn't know this answer. So this, the question is what high school musical star was the lead producer on this movie? Oh my gosh. Like high school, like the original one? Like the OG, like which one of those stars, I will give you a hint. It's a girl produced this movie okay um i would have to go with maybe sharpay and i think her name's like ashley i can't say her last name i don't know ashley tisdale yeah you are actually correct wow yeah it's ashley tisdale she was the head producer of this movie um she also was in a lot of disney channel movies i was trying to like figure out because once I figured out that Dove Cameron was in four Disney Channel original movies, if you, the three descendants and this, I wanted to figure out how it was in the most Disney Channel original movies. And I think, um, what's her face? Um, Char, Charpe, Ashley would probably be one of the lead contenders. So yes, that's actually correct. Ashley Tazil is the lead producer on this movie. So basically for any people who don't speak movies, producer is the one who provides a lot of the funds I'm for this movie. What did you say you put show? Oh, that's what, okay, so basically I just said that um, for anyone who doesn't know what a producer is, it's that it is someone who gives money to the production so that it can go on. So basically, she donated part of her money or helped fund the production of this movie. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I heard the ending part about the producer donating money. Oh, yeah. So that's basically what you needed to hear. Um, (laughs) So now we can just, like, talk about the plot a little bit for anyone who's, like, interested in the plot and, like, some things that we thought. So just, like, whenever you have something to say, um, like, about your opinion or anything, just let me know and just tell me, okay? Um, so basically, there's Kayla Morgan, who's played by Duff Cameron, and she is a 
um, snowboarder, a.k.a. a shredder in Summit Valley, who competes in snowboard challenges and always wins for the girls' division. And so Nick Swift is her boyfriend and is son of the coach Sebastian Swift. So we have a coach-son um, duo, like the coach's child thing going on here. Favoritism, cough, cough. Um, then there is um, Will Cloud, who is an epic failure, um, and he basically ended his snowboarding career after trying to create a move he did called the Cloud Nine. Um, do you have anything to say up to that point? No. Okay. Um, then they, after they win at this party, Kayla and Nick decide to use Will's sled that he left behind and, like, go down this slope. The slope was really big. Like, that's just a common I have to say. That slope lasted forever and ever. Kind of dangerous, probably. Do not attempt at home. Um, And the one thing that I didn't like about that scene is he's like, oh, let's take this for a ride. Like, it wasn't his property, Nick. Nick just very much irritated me, like I said. And the one thing that I really didn't like about him was the fact that he was like, oh my gosh, Kayla, come on this. And then he abandoned her on the sled, which I already said that. I'm just reiterating it because it irritated me so much and it made me feel no regret for his character whatsoever. He just irritated me so much. Um, So that's for Nick. That's all I have to say. Um, And then my next note on here was that Kayla irritates me. And the reason I said that, yeah. I also said this earlier she just, I wanted to feel bad for her because, like, she was in a really bad situation. I mean, her boyfriend abandoned her on a really long, steep slope. But the thing that didn't make me feel bad for her is all the things that she was getting in trouble for were technically her fault. Like, she chose to get on the sleigh after he said, you want to come on? She just, the thing I, I just, and then she was, like, kind of, like, doing that fake cry kind of thing. That just made me, like, very, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But I still enjoyed her a little bit at, in the end, after she had that turning point, you know? Um, then there is, I said, my next comment was that Nick and his posse is so annoying. Like I said, because Nick doesn't take blame for anything. Like, he's like the perfect coach's son kind of thing. He's like, never does anything wrong. And then all of this trouble that he caused Kayla was all his fault, you know? Yeah. Um, so after that, she, um, is kicked off the team by Sebastian Swift, which is Nick's dad. And the reason that that really irritates me is that he probably was like, he kind of abandoned Kayla and like started lying to her about like his phone. Like he didn't get any of her messages, which was not cool. Um, cause they never officially broke up. So he just like kind of ghosted her and then he got her fired from the team. So that was not good of him, I guess. Um, and the thing that really irritated me was that this was while she was already being punished and had to work at the kennel, which wasn't a punishment because like she got to hang out with cute dogs all day. She got to hang out with the will who's like probably the kindest soul in this, you know, movie. He's very nice. He's just always looking out for the best in everyone. And even though, like, he had, like, he uses, like, his, because, I mean, technically, he probably could have died from the accident. So he's probably just grateful that he's still able to, like, be, like, alive and just take in, like, every chance that he has kind of thing. Yeah, I think um, 
Wilson in the movie that he like punctured his lung or stuff. So I think Will said in the movie that he like punctured his lung or something and he broke a rib and he broke his wrist or something. Yeah, that's like a lot of injuries. I have never actually broken anything, yeah. so I wouldn't know like the pain of like breaking anything. So, but I can tell you that like a lung that can't be good. That no, it cannot be. I mean, like I said, he probably could have died, and he's probably just as much as like he doesn't like Kayla, he still gives her a chance because he kind of realized he just kind of accepted the situation like this was going to happen, which I admire that about him because. A lot of boys would have just been very, I don't want to say, I don't know, I just kind of, they wouldn't have been as cool about it and just started taking her into, like, the family because then the mom started liking her more and then she started shipping them and, like, kind of setting them up a little bit kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And the thing, um, in my notes, I wrote Will and then Cloud in all caps and then I wrote in all caps Cloud 9 that like it is that was like when it clicked and then i basically just wrote equals the move that got him hurt so basically i'm not really sure why they called it the cloud nine if i thought it was because they did nine turns up in the year but i think when they count there's only like six so i just think that it's just a title you know well yeah because there's only because um will when he's trying to coach kayla he only calls three calls and there has to be like the amount of flips so he must do like three flip or he must do she must do like three flips per count mm-hmm, that makes sense yeah i was i was kind of yeah that makes oh that makes a lot more sense now i just thought it was cool because like i w- that would scare me like i'm up in the air i'm on a snowboard and i'm flipping nine times that's a lot like you have to like especially depending on high how high off the ground you are like timing and gravity is everything like yes and how you grab your board and everything that to me, that would just like I would never do that. I would never have the courage to snowboard. Like I said in the Teen Beach movie episode of the podcast, I would love to learn how to surf. Um, same goes for like I would love to learn how to snowboard. Except for I just feel like it would be very not something for me. Like I would love to learn how to do it. I just feel like I would not be the person for that. If that makes sense. I mean, there's also snowboarding where you can just like go down hills and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. that's fun too. I've never done it, but I've heard it's really fun. And that'd be cool to learn because then you might have to do like all the tricks. Yeah. And again, like with surfing, you can just like learn how to surf without doing the flips and stuff. And it's so fun. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to, that's going to be on my bucket list. That's, I'm going to learn how to snowboard. <laughs> um, And then the one thing that kind of, I don't know if this would happen because I don't really have a dog. And I think you have a dog, correct? Yeah. Okay. So the question was, is do you think a dog could actually unlock its kennel like that and unlock every other kennel? Oh, definitely. Okay, so uh, my dog, the I have a big dog, so he opened, he used to go around opening our doors, like, because he's, like, a very overprotective dog. Mm-hmm. So he would like if we had a guest come over to our house we'd have to put him in a room with someone yeah well he, he was able to open up the doorknob oh while yeah while like um he was in the room and he'd just get out 
That is and, crazy. Okay, that's wild. Yeah, and he definitely has gotten out of his cage before, and it's like a lever. So he just uses like his nose and his paw to get out. He's very smart. Okay, so, so that answers my question. Because I was kind of like a little, I was like, I mean, I don't know. I Like I said, I don't have a dog. So I was when I was watching that, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that could actually happen. But that, that makes a lot of sense. Because, um, like we kind of mentioned, the thing, the big turning point of the movie takes place after the dogs break out of their kennel. And this also leads into the thing that I don't like about that is that when she's chasing after the dog, she kind of just gives up to go to talk to Nick, who, like, just double-crossed her and is like, oh, I, I, I dropped my phone. Like, I don't have my phone. And then two seconds later, it's ringing. So that was kind of irritating on Nick's part. And I was just kind of like, you just, like, abandon the dogs and then in the next clip she found all the dogs so yeah i don't think that would really work in real life especially because those dogs are running twice or even three times as fast as she was so i mean those were some fast dogs and kayla was like wearing her she what did she say it's like something about like fashion boots i thought that was kind of funny yeah the classic i picked a bad day to watch wear heels kind of thing yeah, she says she had brand new boots and, like, her knit sweater. Oh, my gosh. Fashionista. I mean, <laughs> um, and then, so, my next thing was my comment. I think my favorite scene in this whole movie, and then after I explain it, you can explain what your favorite scene was. My favorite scene is when the dogs got loose and she fell into the tub. Oh, my god! Because the dog, like, knocked her over. To me, that was just super funny because then she got off and she was like, ugh. Like, I'm all wet. <laughs> and it's just really funny because, like, it was just the way she fell into the tub, I think, was just funny. Because, like, the dog ran past her and, like, the dog was way gone. And then, like, she would have, like, a really delayed reaction. Just, like, dramatically, like, tipped over into the tub. And it was just super funny. What would your favorite scene be? So, my favorite scene probably has to be the end where Kayla, well, specifically, when Kayla lands the cloud nine because I feel like because throughout the movie her and Will were like kind of fighting I guess over the cloud nine that mm-hmm. like she wasn't gonna get it and stuff but like I feel like she earned like Will's trust and like faith and that's the point when she showed everyone that like she's capable of doing everything you know yeah, and the reason that that brings up a good point, because my next line, or it's a little bit off of it, um, but it was when Sky and Kayla have, like, their first interaction, and she's like, oh, she's like, oh, you must be Sky," and then Sky's like, oh, you want an autograph? Who can I make it out to? And she's like, to Kayla, daddy's girl? Like, I thought that's, like, it kind of shows that, like, as much as her dad does kind of, like, do a lot for her, like, similar to Nick with his dad, like, the coach and the coach's son kind of thing. But they still, like, she was able to prove everyone that she earned the place that she is right now. And it wasn't all just because of her dad. Yeah. Um, and so then leading after that, um, Will decides to finally train Kayla after she's been begging him. She's like, you need to, like, start training me. Um, because he's, like we've said, he's, he was in a near-death accident he just, I don't feel like he wanted to risk that, you know? No, and I don't think he wanted, another thing is kind of a little bit off topic, but, like, Nick, he threatened Will, like, if you hurt Kayla, then I'll hurt you, or he said something along those lines, like, 
if you hurt Kayla, it's over for you. And I think he felt very, like, scared and anxious. Mm-hmm. And that's what he didn't want to teach her. But I feel like she just showed him, like, she was ready for it. Yeah, which is very good, like, self-confidence on her part. Which leads into another one of my favorite scenes is when they're training for the first time and the song Cloud Nine is playing in the background by Luke yes. Benward and Dove Cameron. It's such a good song. It's such a yes, good song. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. The reason I, so I actually put this on my story. Like I was like, so what do you guys want me to talk about in the 30th, 30th episode? And the reason I put Cloud Nine on that list is because the song came on in my playlist when I was listening to the song when I, right as I was writing that post and then Sam's like I'll be on it so now Sam is on it and that song yeah. is just so good I love that song so much me too and it's like I didn't like it's kind of weird into me when they're like in a scene in a, a decom specifically and they're like doing something completely different and then there's a song playing in the background that those characters also sang it's just kind of weird because they were still had some tension between Nick and Kayla. Not Nick. That's not his name. What's Will. Will. Um, there was still some tension between them. But then there was like a song of them like kind of like being lovey-dovey in the background. It was pretty good though. It's a good song. So I can't complain, you know? Yeah. Um, And then my next comment was actually from that same scene. Is that Kayla and Will's chemistry is so good together. They're just... They're kind of, like, meant for each other. Like, they're both snowboarders. They both have similar interests. They both kind of want what's best for everyone. And, as like, even like I said, like, Kayla in the beginning really irritated me. And she didn't really care about anyone else but herself. And in the end, she really cared for Will. She cared about the dog. She cared about everyone. Because she just realized that she needs to, like, be grateful, you know? Um... That takes um up that takes me into my next comment, which was about Kayla's dad. Um, we didn't really talk about him when we talked about the characters because he wasn't even worthy of being talked about. I hated him so much. He's like, he's like he had no faith in his daughter that he, she was going to be able to win this, even though she was trying so hard. I don't know who he was talking to. I don't know if it was her mom or something. He just had no faith in her, and that was not cool because Kayla is super talented and even though like you he got her like a lot farther than he w- she would have got herself she still proved that she could do it kind of thing yeah he's just like yeah she's just not gonna do it. and then Kayla overhears it and that like I think that's like what pushes her even more to do the cloud nine the tip for him to teach her the cloud nine like she's like I want to prove him wrong and that's very good because like a lot of people even in like my life as like anything like they're just like think that I don't I can't do it but like I still continue to do like this podcast constantly people are like no one's listening but I mean today I hit 1.4k listens um and just under like two weeks ago I was only at 1k so that's like 400 listens in like a week which is really crazy so I'm really happy for myself and for everyone that's listening so that's just like like kind of like my Kayla moment would be is like me proving them wrong or like just doing anything like I just like try to like expand out and then when people like tell me I can't do it like I always try to make a point to do it you know yeah my favorite scenes in the movie is definitely when of course it's like more towards the end but um it's when it's when Nick's dad the 
Team Swift, like, coach or manager, mm-hmm. he, um, when he invites Kayla to come back, and then the next day, she acts like she's siding with him, but then she really goes with the hot doggers, and that just shows, like, how much Kayla had, like, such a bond with them more than Team Swift and, like, their fake relationships i guess because mm-hmm, it just Swift shows how much kayla cool. like how much that the hot doggers team meant to kayla i guess Mm-hmm. because like it was kind of like that classic like team swift is like you could say like the popular kids and then there was the hot doggers which was definitely the more outcast ones they weren't as like yeah. cool and accepted and like she like as much as she was in the beginning a team swift at the end she was a team hot dogger which i just love that name like team hot dogger I'm not really sure yeah. why they chose that. I think it was maybe because of the hot, like it, the dog that was in front of them looked like it was a wiener dog, which kind of looks like a hot dog. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know where that originated. Like that was like the best thing that I could come up with. Um, The one part that was really a little, I don't want to say concerning that made me very, um, not uncomfortable, it just made me very anxious is when they're in the helicopter going to like the tallest mountain. I don't know what it's called. And oh, she like yeah. decides to surf or surf snowboard down it. I don't know. Cause I, that was very ambitious of her. And it was really out of place to be honest with you. Cause it wasn't in the competition. It was just like in the middle of the day. She's like, I'm going to snowboard down this mountain. Yeah. And it was just, I, I just wrote that it was crazy. Cause like I had no idea what, when when it like they were in the helicopter, I'm like, wait, why are they in the helicopter? Wait, why is she snowboarding down the mountain in the middle of nowhere? And it made no sense. But now it started. It made it makes more sense now because she. It was like kind of like the beginning of her like proving her dad wrong. Yeah, I also think that along with that, it was like proving herself because I feel like she got knocked down in a lot of this time with like. Nick and her dad all saying, like, that it's just her dad buying her way in and stuff. And she's not, like, talented. I feel like she wanted to prove that to herself. Mm-hmm. I, that's, I like that answer. That's a good answer. I'm going to remember that. Because to me, that was, like, like I said, it was, like, the beginning of, like, her big triumph. Because even, like, this part kind of scared me a little bit. Because we've already established about Will's accident. But then there was, what's her, Kayla, um, kind of pretended to, like, play dead. Because, like, the whole thing about this movie is they, like, play roadkill. Like, the dog pretends yeah. that it's been run over. Um, Will did it a couple times, so she does it. And I just, like, thought it was kind of weird because I thought that it was kind of, like, a bad joke because of what Will had gone through. Like, he almost did actually die. So I didn't kind of enjoy the recurring, like, pretending to be dead thing. Because I was actually scared for Kayla, you know? I wasn't... Yeah. I totally forgot. I, I Like I said, I hadn't seen so long. I, I'm like, oh my gosh, did she actually get hurt? Because that would have been, like, the climax of the movie. So I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And then it was just, she was playing roadkill, as they call it. So I wasn't a big fan of that, but... I mean, it still shows that, like, they they have, like, inside jokes and everything, so I really like that. Like, yeah. group bonding. Um, then it, like, kind of leads after that into, like, the big scene, the fire and ice competition, the, the conclusion, 
of the games or comp. I don't want to say contest competition. I don't really know what it would be called. Um, so Kayla, as um, Sam mentioned, comes in the Team Swift jacket, and it kind of makes the hot dogger hot dogger think that like they just gave she just gave up on them like she was over them after they like put so much work to like make her feel part of the team which as much I almost kind of did think that she gave up on them just for that reason but then it kind of like established like and then it reestablished the connection um that she was able to return the equipment that she had to give back and that she made um uniforms for the hot doggers which the um, Will's mom comes and gives them, and she's like, "These are Kayla Morgan originals." And then it was like super cute, and like they're like so yeah. thankful for her. And just like like I said, the mom, I the Disney Channel parents are so great. Every year yeah. I make um, on Father's Day last year and on Mother's Day I made a post for my Instagram of like Disney Channel um, parents. So this year I'm gonna make sure to include this mom. I think her name is Andrea, just because. She's, like, been one of my favorite Disney Channel parents of DCOMs that I've watched lately. Because DCOMs I've watched, there hasn't been a lot of parents. So it's really nice. She's just so nice. She's so supportive of, supportive of Kayla and Will. Like, she's just yeah. great. And, like, she seems to have such great intentions. At first, I was a little worried because she did, like we said, establish some tension with Kayla about, like, how she acts, you know. But in the end, she was just so nice. I just love her. Um, so Will is competing in Fire and Ice after his, it's like his triumphant return and it starts out very well, but Nick is very close behind him, like score wise, which is kind of Disney channel irony, as I like to say, because they're like arch enemies kind of thing. So like they're very close behind. And so Nick actually ends up winning the men's title so basically, Kayla has to win for the hot doggers to win. So she does really good in her first run, but Sky does not do good. But Sky does better in the second round, and that Kayla has to beat that to win. And yeah. so she, um, Richard, which I believe is her dad, apologizes to her and says, um, I'm so sorry that I didn't believe in you. And that's like the big like, we've already established, like, turning points in each character. But to me, that was, like, the turning point of him and, like, the whole movie is when she believes that she can do it because of she has support from everyone that she loves. I think that's, yeah. like, a very big message. And that um, she does w- not want to distract her from winning so that he wants to basically try to support her throughout this endeavor. Um, then they, Nick tells Kayla that he followed to crash the sled to kick Kayla off the team. So that kind of establishes why he just gave up on her there and hopped off the sled as we previously mentioned, which I didn't like. But then when they mentioned that basically they wanted Kayla off the team, it made a lot more sense, which is not good because Kayla, like I said, a lot of all of these people is probably one of the better people you would want to have on your team. Because, like, Sky yeah. didn't do good in the competition. So, like, why did they feel the need that they needed her over Kayla? But then it also allows for Kayla to make these relationships with the hot doggers, which, like I said, is kind of like the, the outsiders a little bit. Um, they're 
geeks. Yeah. They're a little different from everyone else, but they still um, have such a nice relationship. And I think that's what kind of makes them a better team than Team Swift because they actually care about each other and feel compassion for each other. Yeah. Um. Then she is very worried that she's not going to be able to pull off the Cloud Nine. So that's not... Um. So that's like the big point is like that's the whole point of this movie is that she wants to prove everyone wrong and do the cloud nine so that she is determined that she will beat the swifts for like the attitude that they've shown her so she makes sure that she will do this correctly and so with her confidence and the confidence and power of everyone around her like supporting her she is able to land the cloud nine scoring a perfect 10 from all the judges winning her first official trophy because like as we established her dad kind of bought her way through everything, but because of this, yeah. she was actually able to win her first trophy, and it made the Hot Doggers the winners of the Fire and Ice competition, and everyone is so happy for her, and now they um, regret dropping her from the Swifts, which is like a classic, like, we made a mistake, we should have kept her on the team thing, and then at the end, the closing shot, it just gave, it gave me chills because she's lifted up on the shoulders of everyone and she's like lifted up with her trophy and they just like are cheering and they have like really cool like triumphant music playing in the background if you know what I mean and there's fireworks and it's just a big celebration and it's the end of the movie it cuts to black and then they play cloud nine again for us just as a little treat for the credits (sighs) that was great and then like they played some um bloopers and one of the first blooper was like one of the outtakes of her falling in the tub and it was really funny I just love, like, overall, this movie just gave me, like, such a good feeling afterwards, um, especially because, like, these times are very crazy. There's a lot going on in the world, and it was just a nice movie, and I felt very happy afterwards, and I just forgot how good it was because I don't like saying I forgot how good a movie was, but when you haven't seen a movie in a while and it's one of your favorites, like, when you rewatch it, you just get, like, an amazing feeling, you know? Yeah. So that brings us into our game segment. So some of you guys recommended like some game segments. So I tried really hard to figure out a fun game. And this is kind of lame, but I think it might be funny because these are some funny lines from the movie. So it's called Cloud Line instead of Cloud Nine, Cloud Line, like the movie. So I'm going to say a line and you get a point if you know what it is. Okay. Okay. There's only like three, but it's still fun. It's a start. Because I didn't know, I had no idea what to do for this. So hopefully it's okay. So one of my all-time favorite lines from this movie is, I'm not gonna say who said it, but someone says, "Split, um, split ends that I can see all the way across the mountain." Oh, that was definitely Kayla. Do you know who she says it to? Uh, she said it's a sky. Yeah, because after Sky goes, oh, who should I address this to? Daddy, gr- daddy's girl. Um, and that was like so, um. Like their roast battle or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I thought it was kind of funny because Kayla and Sky just like had like tension between them because they both were like thought they were teammates, you know, but they weren't. Yeah. Not not teammates. Like they thought they were like acquaintances, but they just ended up being like very enemies because they're basically like the same person. One has just has a different skill level, you know. Yeah. Um. So this next um line is a pretty simple line but 
The lead in line is tell me this gets easier. And the person replies after about 50 more times. That was uh, first it was Kayla and then it was uh, Will. Yes. Good job. Practicing for the cloud nine, I believe. Yes, that is um, during that's I think this is the first thing that's said after they play the song cloud nine. Um, yeah. And she's like, just tell me this is, gets easier because she like landed on her butt and she was like falling over. And he's like, yeah, after about 50 more times. So these la- this last one is a good one, I think. Let me just pull it up because I lost it on my computer here because the internet is being really weird. Um, so um, where did it go? I was really sad. It was really good, but I don't remember which one it was. Okay, so it's probably going to be really easy, but it's really inspirational, so I'm just going to say it, okay? Okay. To be as good as you were, you really had to love it, and if you really love it, you just can't walk away. Oh my gosh, is that Kayla? That is Kayla. So that's like a very good way to wrap up this little game, if you if you will, and it's basically a very good message. I'm going to read it again. It says, to be as good as you were, you really had to love it. And if you really love it, you just can't walk away. And be- this comes after he was kind of decided that he wasn't going to compete. Like, he wasn't ready. But she really inspires him that he is ready. He trained for this. And because he loves it so much that he should give it a second chance. Yeah. So, and then the final question I always ask all my guests is that if this movie were to premiere on Disney Channel today, if... Do you think it would, like, be as popular as it was back then? Well, I mean, I guess it would more depend on the season. Yeah. Even though this isn't really shot during Christmas time, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I think it just has the whole idea of, like, the snow and cold, the sport, like, snowboarding and stuff. Yeah. That makes I sense. Think, I think it would be as popular if they showed it in, like... The winter time, then it, and I think it would do a little worser. That's not a word, but like it do a little bit like more poorly in the mm-hmm. summertime versus than it would in the winter time. Yeah, that's fair because the thing that I was asked this question to usually more for like the older shows, but the thing about this movie is they didn't really talk about any like timeline. Like you could pretty much set this movie in twenty twenty. Like I could say this movie took place in twenty twenty, and you wouldn't really know the difference, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And the reason I also just like this film is because it just has, like, a good feel. And it actually premiered on January 17th. So, like Sam said, in the middle of, like, snow season, winter season, depending on where you live. Which led into the series premiere of my all-time favorite Disney show, I Didn't Do It. Um, So, that was kind of, like, a January thing. But, ironically, it was released in most parts of the world during July. Wow. But, I mean, maybe, like, depending on where they were, it could have been their winter. Because I know Australia is, like, opposite of what we are. So, when we're in winter, they're in summer. And when we're in winter, they're in summer, I guess. So, that um, makes sense for marketing. And a lot of Disney Channel movies, they always have a delay around the world. I'm not really sure why. Also, mostly probably translation purposes. Yeah, I assume transition purposes mm-hmm, too. Because a lot of, even I think on Disney Plus, you can actually change the language if you really want to watch it in a different language. Maybe I should do, that's a great way to practice my French for French class. Uh, I'm going to watch a Disney Channel original movie in another language. Yeah, 
Yeah. In French. My my French teacher actually listens to this. So if you're listening, hi, madame, bonjour. And a lot of my listeners are actually from France. That's another fun fact. So if you're listening from France, bonjour, comment ça va? Um, je, uh, je suis très bien. That means I am doing very well. So that is the end of this episode of That's So Matthew. I'm going to plug all my social media. And if you want to like plug anything of yourself, you can do that then. So you can follow me on Instagram at That's So Matthew. You can send me an email at That's Matthew Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me slash like me on Facebook at That's So Matthew or Facebook.com slash That's So Matthew. And you can find me on Twitter at That's Matthew One. Sam, do you have anything you want to plug? Of yourself. Oh, I guess I guess Instagram is Sammy underscore Frankie05. Yeah. Um, and also someone recommended I should get a TikTok. So maybe I'm gonna get a TikTok soon. Definitely. I don't know what I would do though. So we're gonna have to maybe like once I figure out like content wise, some person recommended to me that I like make up TikTok dances to Disney Channel songs. Oh, there's already some like that that have I know. Actually one of my friends one is to come on the podcast and talk about Disney Channel TikTok trends. Oh, wow. I I honestly, I think I want to do it because TikTok is really, like, growing. So that's, like, that's why they recommend I get TikTok. So maybe I'll think about it. Maybe I could do, like, kind of, like, a behind-the-scenes thing. I attempted to start a YouTube channel. I probably won't do that for a while because I don't really know what to post. But if you guys are bored during your quarantine, make sure you guys listen to all the episodes of that. So, Matthew, I believe, like I said, this is episode 30, which is a big milestone. And there's a ton of bonus episodes for you guys to listen to. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Enjoy this episode. So that's it from me. Have an amazing day. Stay safe. Stay clean. And I hope to see you guys in another episode. Bye.